Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, hello there. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's St. Patty's Day. Saints preserve us. Bagosh and Bagora. Gonna shake my shillelagh on the air today. And kiss the Blarney Stone. Uh, the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, I, in all seriousness, uh, you know, I am a, a Norwegian American, and in fact, I do identify as a Norwegian America, uh, American. Okay, I'm a Norwegian American. Oof, da. And I feel somewhat marginalized uh, every time St. Patrick's Day rolls around. I have a very Irishy sounding name. My name is Sean Keith Rima. I myself am not Irish. <laughs> I am uh, almost full-blooded uh, Norwegian and uh, well, some other stuff, which I'm not quite sure of. Uh, I might be a black lesbian, for all I know. I might actually have a black lesbian trapped inside my Norwegian body, but I'm not Irish. And all day long, it's just going to be this Irish stuff everywhere you look, James and Don. People drinking big, thick, oily beers and eating stew, you know, with cabbage. You know, Potato a bunch skins. of Germans and, and Polish people, people descendants of, you know, Polish Americans here in San Antonio are going to be wearing green. You know what I mean? Drinking green beer. Which tastes horrible. It does, man. Did either of you wear green today? No. No. I got a little green on my bib overalls, but that was completely unintentional. You know, the, the I'm not going to be pressured by social, you know, by constructs and patriarchy. <laughs> the deal is, if you don't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, you get pinched. Well, maybe Jimmy I... likes it. Maybe I want to get pinched. Well, I figured okay. he would, too. I haven't flinched. Get to be my age, it doesn't happen as often as it used to. I'm just saying. I'll pinch you, fella. That's not the same thing. All right. I'm not being hateful or anything. Okay. I'm just saying having a bald man pinch me is different than having my wife pinch me. Oh, God, this is really how the show's starting. The phone lines are open to one zero. Considering how the last one ended, this is no surprise to me at all. I, I, you know, I've, 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 I've got really, it's the end of spring break, right? Uh, it's St. Patrick's Day. You know, we're going to have some fun today, and that's why uh, my buddy, uh, Pastor Wayne Hansen, who uh, has a very cool church in uh, in Colorado, and I used to attend his church. He's also a great songwriter and a performer. He's uh, in town because he came out for South by So What, and I think he's doing a, a couple of open mics or some gigs out there. He's also got a new uh, video thing he's doing. He's also pretty heavily involved in this revival that we see uh, popping up across our country, and we're going to talk to him about that. So he'll be in the studio. He'll be in studio. Are you going to turn the lights on for the man, or are you just going to leave it dark in there? He's a musician, man. I'm not going to turn no damn lights on for that guy. <laughs> he, doesn't like, he doesn't like direct sunlight. I mean, he's a, he's a, he is a pastor, but he's also a musician, man. Right, sure. He likes the darkness, the, light the, the low ins- light. Light the incense. Let's go. That's why I got the Howard Johnson lighting going on in here now, th- today, so when he comes by, he can just kind of lounge out. 
he actually, uh, this is interesting, uh, uh, a few months when he was out here the last time, which was, what, Jimmy James, about six months ago, five months ago? I was going to say less than that. Oh, less than, I guess it was. Like three. It was about three months ago. And I, while he was out here, I had dashed off the lyrics of a song for my wife. And he actually put it to music. So I don't know, maybe we can get him to do that uh, and play a song. And then, again, talk about some of this revival stuff that's going on in the country, which gives me hope. And that it would seem that uh, in this dark moment uh, that people are are reaching out for their faith and predominantly young people. And I think that's freaking great, man. We need that desperately. Uh, let's just but beyond that, we're just we're gonna, we'll talk about some serious news stories. We'll also talk about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow put no zone up her butt, you know, and stuff like that. The revival movie, I think, is up to 40 million dollars. Yes. And I still revenue. haven't seen it. Yes. That's amazing. It's kicking tail. It really, I mean, theatrically, it's it's really doing, and nobody, this movie costs $7 million to make, and you know, that's nothing these days no, to make it, a movie. That's a small movie. Indie films are running between three yeah. and five million. Right. So it's barely, the budget was barely that of an of a, of a, uh, indie flick, and, and it's really doing well, because I think people are hungry for this. People are hungry for hope. Hope is is, a, is is as vital to a human being uh, as food and water and shelter. I'm absolutely convinced of it. So we'll talk to Pastor Wayne coming up at 10.05 in studio. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Well, happy St. Patrick's Day, Luddy. How is everybody down there? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. How you doing? I was just uh, uh, originally calling about the whole diversity issue in the military, which we already have a diverse military. Uh, I met people in the military that were from every part of the country, from every little nationality and subgroup right. or whatever. Uh, so it's ludicrous. I mean, and, and somebody even once told me, he said, you look around at American society as a whole, and the armed forces is really one of the few places where you see black people bossing around white people. And I never <laughs> really think of, think of things. Oh, that makes terms. sense. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and, right. But but he, he had a point. He had a valid point. But on the subject of St. Pat's Day, of all the places you've lived, where did you see the biggest, uh, loudest, raucous, most, uh, the best uh, celebration? Uh, pe- people have told me about, of all places, Savannah, Georgia hmm. has a great uh, St. Patrick's Day experience. But I know you've traveled east, west, north, And I've partied in many varied places across the country over the years. I don't do it anymore, but I'm I did sure it a that, lot. Yeah. Uh, actually, Ocean City, Maryland, uh, which is a vacation spot for a lot of folks inside the Beltway. Uh, don't, and don't, and don't, there's there's two Ocean Cities. There's Ocean City, New Jersey, and there's Ocean City, Maryland, which is where I used to hang out. And I did a show out there and stuff like that. They have every year a fairly sizable community of I- young Irish people that come out. And they work the summer and second season, which is like uh, September, October, November. And they spend half the year there uh, and actually end up, a lot of them end up staying in Ocean City and living there and emigrating there. Uh, So there's a fairly large Irish population in Ocean City, Maryland. And I partied with them once. I don't, it might have been a St. Paddy's Day weekend. All I know, dude, is I woke up across county lines and had no idea how I got there. (laughs) Well, I was in I was in New York for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, well, there you go. And 
and there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of Irish people that go into law enforcement and whatnot. Sure. And I just remember looking out and seeing all these cops. I mean, uh, we're talking a battalion or several battalions or a full brigade of police parading down the street. Wow. And I'm thinking, if they're here on this big parade and enjoying it all, who's out upholding the law and enforcing enforcing the law and fighting crime out there? Who's protecting the, the Norwegian Americans who don't have a fancy exactly. schmancy Saint Day like Saint Patrick's Day? Okay, and all these Irish people are off, you know, nursing their hangovers. Actually, I appreciate the call, man. You know, it, when he really be, and being totally serious, and I know an Irish guy actually from Ireland, and actually has my exact same name. It's weird. There's only one other Sean Rima on planet stinking Earth, and he, he's an Irish guy in Ireland. Okay, got a big red beard. <laughs> Would if, but you know, it, 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 Trey pointed this out. I, I myself don't know a lot about the life of of Saint Patrick. I mean, I, I believe he was an early uh, one of the early Christians uh, who was a uh, a non Jew, right? And uh, uh, when when Paul started spreading the word uh, uh, to the Gentiles. But imagine your holiday, which actually for, I think, a lot of Irish Catholics is a, is a, actually a fairly revered day uh, in regards to St. Patrick. And really, the whole world just thinks you're getting plowed. You know what I mean? The, the whole world just thinks that you're just going to get drunk and fight. That's what St. Patrick's Day is all about. You know what I mean? And yet, for a lot of Catholics, it's it's a day of reverence. You know, and, and when you don't drink anymore, you know, uh, a drinking holiday is, you know, kind of freaking dull. So in celebration of my Norwegian-American heritage, I'm just going to eat some cold fish. Uh, I'm going to roll it up in some lesfa, you know, and uh, and celebrate all things Norwegian. How's that make you feel? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. <laughs> I'm doing the dance. Doing the river dance. Ow, I pulled something. News Talk 550 KTSA. Is that river dance? No, it's three ladies that do rock and roll music with their bagpipes. Wow, that's and badass. Man. They're very attractive. Are they? Yes. Do they have freckles? Sorry. One of them. One of them. One of them has freckles. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Following the St. Patty's Day theme. No, I'm not going to do a stupid Irish accent because it always sounds like Lucky Charms. You know what I mean? I'm just not gonna. I'm not gonna do any stupid Irish accents on the air unless I feel like it. Unless I get bored, we'll see. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I, I we got to deal with something serious. Actually, let me take a call and then we'll deal with something. One of the serious news stories of the day, and then we'll go back to having fun. Uh, here, Barry. Barry, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Sean. How are you today? Not too bad, man. It's Friday. I, I, how's it going for you? What are you thinking? Well, uh, pretty good. I'm going to rock your world this morning. Uh oh. Uh oh. Have you ever heard of a guy named Saint Olaf II? Saint who? Olaf. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Norwegian, dude, right? Dude, you have your day. You have your saint. It's saint Olaf's day. <laughs> it just doesn't have the yeah, same man, ring. Does it? I'm an old, I'm an old Minnesotan. Come to Texas. Oh, you betcha. Enough, but I'm here now. Me too. Saint, you betcha. 
Yeah, so so you all just take a minute and look up on the whatever it is you want to yeah. look it up. Saint Olaf the second, he was a bad. Um, he was a tough Viking saint. Too. You can say badass. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can say badass, badass. You know, Viking you betcha. <laughs> so listen, good day today. You got your saints. Look them up and rock them with uh, Saint Patrick. Thank you, brother. Oofta. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> saint Olaf. It just doesn't have the same ring to it, you know. It's not rock and roll. It's very soft rock. And understand, you know, we don't really tend. You don't see a lot of Viking celebration days, you know, uh, celebrating my people because we'd we'd sack your village and even kill your cats. We'd kill everybody. Okay, Vikings roll in, we kill your ass and take your stuff. You know, nobody wants to celebrate that crap. You know what I mean? So there's no, there's never ever going to be a Norwegian American day of any kind. We don't exactly have a great track record with our interpersonal relationships. St. Olaf. <laughs> Boy, what a party. Yeah, let's celebrate St. Olaf. 210-599-5555. Now, I, uh, the serious note, this is... Whew, there are some folks out there who are not having a good day or a good weekend, and they're not going to be well for a while, and that would be the family. Uh, of Maria Tembunga and Amelia Tembunga, who uh, is a, was a second grader at Ozana Elementary School. James, am I saying that name correctly, the name of the town? Ozana. Um, this is a grandmother and a, uh, a granddaughter, uh, again, uh, seven years of age, the little girl there. Um, they're driving around, and a uh, 22-year-old, man from Louisiana is uh, in a high-speed chase with cops and he runs a red light and plows into this grandmother and her seven-year-old daughter and kills them both. Um, he is transporting 11 illegal immigrants uh, in his uh, in his 2021 Dodge pickup truck, two of whom also were killed. So four people died. Both were from Mexico. Um, you know, we, we laugh about Kamala Harris being an idiot because she is, and, you know, is, she's just been making an ass out of herself all week. She's the she's the border czar, right? And, and Biden himself, uh, who has refused to even utter the word out loud fentanyl until he gave his State of the Union address where he did not address why or how the fentanyl is getting into this country, which is largely the fault, absolutely the fault of his failed immigration policies. They they spend all of their time trying to convince the stupid and the lazy that they somehow magically inherited a broken immigration system, a decimated immigration system from Donald Trump, even though... Donald Trump had illegal immigration down to a trickle. And the first week Joe Biden was in office, what is one of the first things he did is he started rolling back Trump-era immigration policies. He started incentivizing illegal, illegal immigration in this country. Get here and you get free health care. Your kids can go to school. We'll get you some free money. Hell, we'll even give you a T-shirt. And they started, and from all four corners of the world, they started coming to America. 
And the cartels uh, have been making hand uh, money hand over fist for damn near three years, unimpeded. Uh, and today there is at least one family out there who is, well, two families, uh, one mourning the loss of a 70-year-old woman, a 71-year-old grandmother and her 7-year-old granddaughter, and two families uh, in Mexico are grieving the loss of their loved ones in this crash. Do you, and Trey, uh, my brother, asked this question on Where in Rima. Do you think the President of the United States or that a-hole Kamala Harris give one crap about any of this? Do you think Joe Biden's going to lose one minute of sleep over this this tragedy here in Ozana, Texas? I think not. Something really freaking wrong about that. 210-599-5555. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, welcome uh, once again to Amateur Day uh, 2023, also known as St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you get a lot of amateur partiers out there on St. Patrick's Day. That's all. Be careful on the roadways today. Just be careful. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, whatever's on your brain. Just a couple of quick stories that I want to get out before my buddy Pastor Wayne comes in because he is a man of God, and I, I don't know that I want to hit the second story I'm going to talk about while he's here out of respect for him. But first and foremost, man, the... Rick Allen got beaten up, man. The, the one arm, the one, you know it's a sign of the apocalypse when some 19-year-old punk, I think in Las Vegas, or no, Florida, he was in Florida, attacks the one-armed, one-armed drummer of Def Leppard, man. Rick Allen's been, you know, he lost his arm in 1984. It was a horrible car accident. Uh, and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie and sit here and act like I'm a big Def Leppard fan because I'm not, but it was a, an amazing comeback story that this dude lost his arm and then, all right, Don, and then he, he, he designed a new drum kit that he could play. Right. And he's been drumming for him. Every, I mean, it, they didn't skip a beat, basically. No, I mean, it just, it, like you said, they had this new set of drums designed. He plays, uses his feet. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing and, uh, to watch. He, yeah, and he's you know he's better than most drummers with two arms. <laughs> he is, man. Mm-hmm. And there he is. He go, and now he goes out for a smoke. He's at a hotel in yeah. Florida. And a 19-year-old guy just rushes him and knocks him down. He hits his head. He's injured. A woman comes out to help him. This punk chases after the woman. I think Trey was saying he was dragging the woman around by her hair and stuff. After she went back into the hotel. After she went back into the hotel. The guy takes off, and the cops found him at some point going down the street and just randomly vandalizing vehicles. I may be shooting fish in a barrel here, but I, I suspect that maybe... Drugs and alcohol were involved. I, I I don't know yet. I don't think that's too much of a stretch. Just you know, it may call me crazy. You know, you usually we're not supposed to assume, but, but I think it's safe to assume. This sounds like he's under the, the influence. The of dude something. was on something. Yeah. 
But man, that sucks. And and you know, and I'm not being a jerk, but the guy's smoking a cigarette, so he's using his one good hand yeah. to hold the cigarette. Man. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen him before, but he might weigh 130 pounds soaking wet. Oh, he's not a big guy. No, he's tiny. Oh wow. You know, and he and he's sickly, from what I hear. He's got some health issues going. Well, he's on. not a young dude anymore. No, he's 60. How old is he? He might be 60 years old. Let's see if the article tells us here. I don't know. But you know that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that. that you know, that just I, you know, he, he sucks, probably man. had no idea who he was jumping on. Probably not. You know. the punk's been charged with one count of abusing an elderly or disabled person with without great harm because mm-hmm. he he knocked him down. Right. I don't know what he's being charged with as far as the woman. Uh, for his part, uh, uh, Rick Allen has already announced. His people have announced that he will seek to press charges. Good. You know, which, yeah, I'm glad. Good. And I was saying, and I, I put this out on the air uh, a little while ago on Where at Rima, because I've been looking for some information on this, but I was driving home yesterday after the gig, and I, I go 410 to Bandera. I make two turns. I make three turns to go home. Okay, one on to, on to 410, one on to Bandera, and then one on to New Gilbo, and I'm coming home on Bandera, and there's a fire truck in the middle of the road on the opposite side heading towards 410, heading towards the west side. And there's some fire guys out there, and there's a dude who is obviously distraught and angry. And as you ever see something like when you when something's going on, I know we're a nation of rubberneckers, but you're only going a few, you're not going very quickly on Bandera Road through through that neighborhood. And uh, you ever watch like you're like watching in your rearview mirror or something while you're driving past it, you know? And so I kept watching. This dude rips off his shirt. And the last glimpse I was able to get was that he rushed the fireman. And then the whole night, all these cops with their sirens going start heading that way. So I didn't know if anybody knew anything about that or anybody had seen that. But it's been bugging me since yesterday. Like, what the hell is going on there? I also suspect maybe there was some drugs and alcohol involved in that interaction. More than likely. Don't you kind of know that when a guy is screaming his brains out and rips his shirt off that he's usually messed up on something? Yeah. A white guy ripping his shirt off usually means he's messed up on something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. He's got to rip the shirt the shirt off, man. So I don't know if anybody saw or heard anything about that. Uh, 210-599-5555. Coming up after the break, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow puts ozone in her butt. Here's, uh, who is this, Worthy? This is Worthy. How you doing? Hey, brother. Hey. Yeah, it's Worthy. Hey, good morning. Hey, man. What hey, are you thinking? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I've got a good uh, friend of mine who is a flaming liberal. <laughs> and sorry. Uh, we... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. We park we park our politics and uh, have yeah, a good, good time. Good. Uh, yeah, so I've known him for years. It's amazing though that he will totally ignore any fact that doesn't come from CNN or MSNBC. I, mean, I don't care if it's the Wall Street Journal, and of course, if you say Fox News. Uh, oh yeah, uh, they're all liars and Nazis, right? Oh, oh yeah. Faux news, as he calls it, and uh, he's a smart guy. Got a PhD. He has a PhD. Smart, smart guy. Right. But refu- refuses to see the truth. I mean, I don't care what the issue is. Biden, Kamala. Right. Doesn't matter at the border. 
It's all it's all fake. Everything it's, there's nothing wrong done at the border and right. You know, Mayork, Mayork it's it's really weird, isn't it? I mean, and just to jump it, in it, here, it's it, really because it, I have friends who are very smart, very literate people. Until they start talking about politics, and yeah, the border thing is overblown. They're just dreamers escaping oppression. Uh, you know, Biden can do no wrong. I mean, it's 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 mystifying. They can they can they, what they refuse to see and acknowledge is bizarre. Yeah. You know, I just don't I don't understand it. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's wolf it's willful blindness, but it's, yeah. It's like it's like they are flipping hypnotized. I mean, it's a brainwashing of, I've not seen before. And of course, you mentioned uh, anything to do with Donald Trump at all, right? Uh, I mean, you know, the Trump derangement is off the chart with most of these guys. And it's well, just, and uh, also like the climate change stuff and the race stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, sure, yeah. Like I said, virtually any subject topic that you bring up. Uh, climate change, we used to, and that's one of the ones we at one time went at each other, and, and it almost caused a, a breakup right. of the, uh, wow. the friendship it, it, for us when we, did, well, when we decided to park, park any discussions like that and just go with Well, two things. Out. First off, they, they the way they just believe whatever is handed to them by the right people, is it's really taken on cult-like qualities it really is like religious cultism it's it's bizarre and secondly my best friend in fact i was just talking to him the other night he's a freaking hippie communist he lives in his rv i don't even know if he pays taxes he's a flaming liberal and we've been friends for uh hell damn near 40 years at this point we never talk politics We've been fine yeah. with that. We never. T- he thinks I'm a lunatic, you know. <laughs> Thought I was nuts when I moved to Texas, you know. I mean, but I mean, but you know, we don't, we just don't talk about it, and we're fine, you know. So God bless yeah. you and your buddy. I mean, that's that's it is possible. <laughs> well, it is. Well, that's what you got to do. You know, he yeah. thinks I'm deceived, and I think he's deceived. So we just right. shake hands and move on. It's the best way. Hey man, I appreciate the call, brother. You have All a great right, weekend. Thank you. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next. That is what's happening. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. (laughs) (laughs) News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. That's badass. A little Metallica. Is that Metallica with bagpipes? Yes. Um... You know, I'm really sick of these self-correcting everything. You know, this, everything you write text is now it's just automatic. Somebody, the, the AI chip tries to correct it. My buddy, uh, Pastor Wayne, is here. He sent me a text, so I sent him a text back. Okay, brother, I'll come get you when I get into the nude. I meant to write news, but it wrote nude for me. <laughs> so he's coming up next hour. You know, Don Morgan, uh, one of the, my go-to websites when I'm prepping the show is Breitbart.com, right? And when you're on Breitbart, it's a great source of news. And when you're on Breitbart.com and you see the headline, Gwyneth Paltrow says she inserts ozone up her butt for wellness. It's kind of hard for me to pass that one up. I'm not a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. But, you know, I, I, frankly, I was a little curious as to why she's putting ozone up her butt. 
And apparently she puts ozone up her butt. In fact, she's on a podcast called The Art of Well of The Art of Being Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with somebody named Dr. Will Cole. And she says, quote, I have used ozone therapy rectally. Now, there's a couple of things here. (laughs) Okay. Like that doesn't say enough. Well, you know, I did some reading, and the article explains that it's, I guess, if you're a rich person living in Malibu, kind of like when they used to hoist their asses up to the sun. Remember that? When they all got third-degree burns on their crotches because they're all... Yeah. Doing the sun thing, yep. sun therapy. Uh, you know, they say putting the ozone up there does something for your wellness. I think it makes it sound like a holiday balloon machine at Dollar Tree, but that's just me. <laughs> but the second point is, if in fact you did put ozone up your butt, why on God's green earth would you share that with anybody? You know what I mean? Like, that's one of those things I think I'd keep to myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, I'm doing good with the ozone up the butt thing, but I think I'm not. I'm just not going to share that. Sometimes in this era of social media, well, we just share too damn much. Do you know what I mean? And who is the first person? My pastor, Pastor Wayne's here, looking at me like you're going to hell. Uh, who's the first person that said ozone? My butt. Let's try it out. You know what I mean? I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just, how do you get there, man? I can understand almost. I can almost sort of reason out the candle thing she did a couple of years ago, and I'm not going to explain that at all. But is is I mean, how do they, how does it, how do you, what's the delivery system, I think is what I'm asking here, you know? I mean, I'm just, is it a bike pump? You know, I mean, what, what the hell is it? <laughs> The old, the old bike pump trick. Well, I mean, I don't know. Is there like a like an accordion type thing that you pedal, oh, you, you put your foot on? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of those old fashions sewing machines or what? Yeah, what was, those those old fashioned sewing machines where you'd pump it with your foot. <laughs> and how do you know when to stop? I guess when it no longer feels like you're getting well. I've got a little pressure. <laughs> Gwyneth, you know, I that if 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 your life is so stinking blessed and you have an Oscar sitting on the shelf that frankly, you know, Kate Blanchett should have had, okay, for the better movie. Yeah. I guess all you have to do is sit around and enjoy your your blessings and put ozone up your butt. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like a like a sing, most single moms who are working two jobs, you know, probably aren't thinking much about putting ozone up their butt. Yeah. It's probably not top of mind. They'd probably like to uh, inflate the baby daddy till he explodes on occasion <laughs> when the check's a little late. But <laughs> if your ex is the guy from Coldplay, for all we know, he's putting ozone up his butt too. Maybe. Maybe that's how he hits them high notes. Well, you know how those rock stars are. Our caller Steve asked, uh, "Do you know how much this cost?" Probably a buttload. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was just just hanging there in the air, and I I couldn't just let it go. Paying out the butt for that one. (laughs) The old (laughs) hoobie-doobie. Yes, yes. My evangelical Christian brother, Trey Ware, on Ware and Rima, introduced us to a new word for the naughty bits of a woman, and it's called, what was it? Hoobie-doobie. Hoobie-doobie. I'll never forget it. Hoobie-doobie. 
Hooby dooby doo. Sounds like a Fats Domino song. Hooby dooby doo. You know, so there you go. It's been a fun show for St. Patrick's Day so far, and right. and we're all perfectly sober. And this is the show we're doing. Okay. Do the Watusi. Do the With hooby dooby. That a boy. I need some that. ozone in my, my hooby dooby. I just wonder, can he also, like, when they're doing the ozone for you, can he, can he get, like, a holiday balloon, like a birthday balloon for your kid filled up, too, with your butt ozone, you know? This is mommy's butt ozone. This is how much I love you. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Segway out of this one, Sean. Yeah, I want to see this. Let's take a break. Let's do it right now. <laughs> we'll you, be, you missed it. 210-599-5555. I missed it? Yes. You, that was supposed to be 30 seconds ago. You missed it. Oh, I can't just stop now? No, you got to keep talking for another 20 seconds, pal. I got so dis- Are you serious? <laughs> I got so distracted talking about <laughs> freaking rich Gwyneth-ass Pal- Paltrow putting ozone in her, in her butt. I missed the break. Well, I went and got Wayne and, you know, yeah, so right. everything. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Three seconds. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Hour number two on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Six minutes after 10 on our St. Patty's Day extravaganza which oddly doesn't include anything remotely associated with St. Patty's Day, but we are very happy. James and I and Don and all, we, we just loved his appearance uh, the last time he was with us, and we got a lot of reaction uh, from you folks, and I think he did too. But Pastor Wayne Hansen from Colorado, he's out here uh, checking out South by Southwest. Uh, he has a new uh, a video series he's doing, uh, which is really we'll talk about, and he joins us in the studio. How are you? I'm doing so well, Sean. It's good to see you. Good to see you, man. <laughs> I, I I don't know if the people on the radio, you know, the, the, wearing the coveralls, you're you're evolving. <laughs> in, ev- you're we're evolving into a Texas man. As I look at me, man, <laughs> I'm wearing bib overalls and I'm wearing the hell out of. I'm wearing them well. Okay, I make this work. I'm an influencer, Wayne. You've come a long way, baby. <laughs> You've come a long way. I have. And, 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 and Pastor Wayne, of course, shows up in a rock and roll leather bike biker jacket, right? looking all badass. Yeah, I've got the I got the Hell's Angels Church in in Colorado. <laughs> you do actually, in yeah. a sense. You got a lot of bikers that come to your a church. Ton, yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my Christian Motorcycle Association T-shirt. Oh my God, Christian! Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So it's a shame Trey's not here. He'd be loving all over all you. Right. That's right. Yep. Now so. at the front end here, and a couple of things. He's going to do a couple. He's also a songwriter and is working on a record and has got a lot of new songs that he's written that are beautiful. We played. He did some last time he was here, uh, but just a very brief story before we uh, uh, talk to him about what's going on uh, in his life and his career uh, as a pastor. Uh, when you were out last time, we had kind of we've always kind of uh, swapped around the idea of writing songs or trying to write a song right. together. Yeah, yeah. And I just happened to dash off a song for my wife, Syria, yeah. which these people know. Right. You know my wife, don't you? <laughs> the way she talks and emasculates me. And so we, uh, I, I wrote a song and Wayne put it to music. 
And so we're going to premiere the serious song on the air today before the hour's through. But I, I, awesome. he laughs nervously because he never quite knows where I'm going to go. No, it's awesome. It's great. But we'll do that song at some point. Also, I want you to you know do a song that you just want to do, whatever song you sure. want to do. That sounds great. So maybe we'll do whatever you want to do. We'll give it your choice first, and we can do the serious okay. song later on. Let love people it. kind of uh, love it's it, coming. Loved. God bless Texas. God bless Texas, man. <laughs> Texas loves you because the last time. Here you got some reactions. Oh didn't yeah, you? Uh, yeah, whole lot of new followers on my Spotify channel, and just the 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 new the new record Sunsets Never Lie has been doing pretty good. Oh so, really? So and of course that's all indie. You know, don't have any corporate uh, help with that. So it's all just kind of behind the scenes, which is great. That's the most organic kind of music is when people discover it on their own. I think, right, you know, absolutely so awesome. Yeah. So the record's called again. I still call them Sunsets records. Never Lie. Yep. Sunset, so it's all out now, right? Yep. Just it's yep. Just kind of an Americana country record with some rock and roll influence, obviously, because that's my background. Right. And uh, it's just a family record. You know, it's oh boy, this audience is going to hate that. <laughs> They're going to love it. <laughs> right. So you get at Spotify. Uh, you got a website. Yeah. I believe and iTunes. If you look me up, I Wayne, Wayne Hanson on iTunes. I got a lot of. I started out in kind of art rock, punk rock back in, you did. in Minneapolis. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I've evolved. I've evolved down through the years. That's right. like you, Sean. We evolve as people. Oh, right? I am a constant <laughs> act of evolution. Exactly. One way or the other. Um, now you you also have a church uh, in Colorado, yeah. and I you and, and you know in full disclosure, without the last couple of years I was living in Colorado, uh, my daughter's mom and I attended your church, right. and you yeah. at that time you were meeting in a high school auditorium. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yeah. it was great. Right. First off, I love those days. We had a lot of fun. It was, it, the services yeah. are very energetic uh, and, and, and deeply spiritual. But now you, you have your own building. Tell us a little bit about the history of the church and what it's called. Nolan. Yeah, my wife and I started Summit Church of Castle Rock at the old hardware store downtown <laughs> Castle right. Rock. Um, and we were there for a year. And then... We we the the Dollar Tree came in and beat the rent. Oh <laughs> so, man, the Dollar Tree! Right? We got kicked the out. The Devil's Tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then we had to go mobile, and that's when you came to the church. So right. we were meeting at the high school, setting up and tearing down for years, and then during the pandemic, of course, a lot of churches like it was so hard. Mm. You know, the 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 state and the city and the county were saying you can't have church, <sighs> or there's like you know there's just so many restrictions and rules, social distancing, blah blah blah. And there's this guy in Sedalia, which is not far from Castle Rock, uh, who says, I've got an empty church building. Do you want to use it? Wow. (laughs) And I was like, you have an empty church building? He was like, yeah. Do you want to use it? I'm like, yes, we need a building. (laughs) Um, Let me think about that. Yes. (laughs) Right? Right. And so we've been there for almost two years now. And it's right, like I said, it's not joking. It's right around the corner from one of the largest... Uh, Hell's Angels clubhouses <laughs> in the state of Colorado, and you actually have a fair amount of bikers, right? You got yeah. the shirt on, with yeah. you? And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> bikers, and I know my man Trey will attest to this, are some of the fine. The, I mean, yeah. as far as good people who mm-hmm. do good work in the world, <laughs> for sure, they really do. Once they get straightened out, right? Once they get straightened out. <laughs> I wouldn't invite Sonny Barger. I mean, he's no longer with us. I wouldn't invite Sonny Barger to the potluck. But, you know, a lot of them, uh, they are. They're good. 
the the Patriot Warriors and a lot of these guys oh, yeah. that uh, that show up and they protect people at memorial services Warriors, and sure. and uh, kids who are abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they uh, are help that work with those kids. Yeah, just we, amazing folks. I, I don't know if down, if you guys have these guys down in Texas, but in Colorado they have a big represent representation of the of a biker group called the Sober Souls. The sober souls, yeah, and they're a big one. They're like a lot of X one percenters, X X criminal kind of people right. that have have decided to get sober, right? And so they they have their own steps and traditions, and wow, and uh, it's like it's it's a for real pretty pretty serious group of guys. Well, that's yeah. a serious battle to fight, you know. Oh, yeah. I know about that, you know, and uh, uh, God bless them, you know. Yeah. So you know, it, it, it you gotta. I, I, I want next time I come out, I, I'm, I'm going to be coming out in May for my for my daughter, for, yeah, whom you remember being this tall, <laughs> right? is graduating college. That's amazing. Uh, in a, in a couple of months, so maybe I can stop by. Love it. Um, also, uh, and what we'll do is we'll talk and then J- James, when we come back, we'll have him do a song, uh, in that second break. Um, you also are, you do a lot of media stuff. You do, mm-hmm. uh, I think you have a podcast, I yeah. believe, yeah. uh, you do a lot of online stuff right? and you have a new deal that you're doing now in yes. your car. Yes. It's called, the... which hopefully maybe we can do to a, a version, right. an episode of this today. We'll see how things go, but For sure. tell me about this. Yeah, it's called the Jesus taxi show. Mm-hmm. So during the pandemic, of course, the offerings at church were pretty low. Sure. Because most uh, the lion's share of our money came in the plate in, with in-person worship. Right, right. Um, of course, we we did our best with a lot, like a lot of churches, do, doing the online thing, the video thing. And so offerings started to come back up. But right. I had to take a side job, and I was Uber driving and Lyft driving well, for money. That's, right? <laughs> do what you got to do. That's what people do, man. Right. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't believe how many conversations I'd have with people that were spiritual conversations. Oh, talking wow. about Jesus or, you know, the bar traffic at 2 a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Those people need Jesus, man. <laughs> and they love talking about Excellent. Jesus. Like, man, I got to get my life together. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you probably should. You probably well, let me should. talk to you about that while we <laughs> exactly. uh, hang a right here. And some of those were really, really powerful conversations. Like, man. I need, we need to film some of these. Wow. And that's where it came out of it. And so then I started getting permission from people mm-hmm. to film our conversations. And then now I've got almost 20 episodes of the Jesus Taxi <sighs> Show. That's and great. I have ministry people on there, too. People talking about their, you know, their causes or their nonprofit or a product or service they're doing. But we always talk about Jesus. Right. We always talk about spirituality, even if they don't believe in Jesus. Right. Hey, it's, if you don't believe in Jesus, it's okay. Jesus believes in you. That's <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> right. You figure so, Jesus talked to a lot of people who didn't believe in Jesus, you know, one way or the other. And, definitely. Uh, uh, he, he, he didn't minister to the healthy. He ministered right, to, the, to sick, the sick. That's you know? right. And uh, that's yeah. one. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can shoot an episode today. Yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, and we'll, we are going to take a break. We'll come back and, and have you do a song. Awesome. Now, which song would you like to do? What's well, your choice? You talk about your daughter. I, I wrote one for my daughter, and it's kind of, it's been sort of a sleeper hit. It's called Liliana. And, uh, Liliana. And I, it's, I, She's she's my youngest who right. graduated from GCU in, in Phoenix and now Man, she's got I a, remember when your kids were I, little kids. <laughs> right, they grew up. Right. Yeah, so now she's the events manager at the Marriott uh, Wyndham down in Phoenix and has her big wow. girl job and probably will have a big girl mortgage pretty soon and all <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Because you're so. not a real American until you have a mortgage <laughs> that's kicking your ass for twenty years. <laughs> right. But you know that but God, they do grow up so fast. Isn't that amazing. 
Man, it's weird. So amazing. It is amazing. It yeah. is amazing. Pastor Wayne Hansen's going to do a song for us. Again, the record. Uh, Sunsets Never Lie. Sunsets Never Lie. It's available on Spotify. That's right. And uh, we'll hear some of the music of Wayne Hansen when we return. 210. Well, actually, we're going to hold off on the phone calls for now. I guess that's a vocal crutch when I just automatically start putting out the <laughs> phone number, whether I need, need to or not. We'll take a little break. We'll be right back at Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Coming up, more solid info and entertainment to fulfill your mind's cravings. This is the Sean Rima Show. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, happy St. Patty's Day. I'm Sean. Again, we're joined in the studio by our good friend, uh, doctor. I made you, I just gave you a PhD. Do you have a doctorate? A doctorate in ministry, yeah. Dr. Wayne Hansen, uh, who's also an amazing songwriter and, and, and singer, who is now going to do one of his new songs from the new CD. So uh, what are you going to do for us again? You're going to do a song Liliana. for your daughter for Liliana. Yep. Okay. Yep. So Wayne Hansen. Thank you. Top of the morning to you, Sean. <laughs> Saints preserve us. Big one. Who can brighten up your day with just one smile, Liliana? Who can make the troubles go if only for a little while, Liliana? Hair that's golden as the sun, big brown eyes, the only one, Liliana. Like a flower that's blown in the wind, she'll make your gray skies blue. Need a hand, she'll pitch right in. She'll always be your friend, and you'll love to hold her hand, Liliana. Liliana. No matter where she is, she fits right in, Liliana. <laughs> Leaving home, coming back, going out or coming in, Liliana. Oh, oh, yeah. You've been gone too long, no matter how long, my love will never end, but Liliana. Like a flower that's blown in the wind, she'll make your gray skies blue. Need a hand, she'll pitch right in. She'll always be your friend, and you love to hold her hand, Liliana. Never going back to cold Montana. Never going back to Texarkana. Never going back to Alabama. Not without my Liliana. I hate those winds in Santa Ana. Snows too much in Indiana. Can't go back to Louisiana. Not without my Liliana. 
Like a flower that's blown in the wind, she'll make your gray skies blue. Need a hand, she'll pitch right in. She'll always be your friend, and you love to hold her hand, Lillian. <laughs> wow. That's great, man. That was badass. That really was, man. Thanks, brother. I appreciate Ooh, it. I'm awake now. That'll wake you up in the morning. What what take me what was it like the first time your daughter heard that song? Did you play it for her? Was, did she hear the recording? She or? was eight years old. Eight years when old. I wrote it for her. Wow. And I you know, I would I was kinda I wrote the chorus first, and I would sing it, and my, my kids would dance in the living room, you know, and right. I had a little song for each one of them, right. you know, but she just seemed to love Daddy's song. When I would, when she would say, Daddy, play my song, and I would play it, and then as I went on, you know, I developed the, the, the bridge later on, like right, the right. cold Montana and Texarkana and all that stuff, and I was like, man, this is, this would be a good country tune. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's cool. That was really cool, man. Thank you. So, it's yeah, it's just, it's a song I wrote out of love for one of right. my kids, and it's just kind of, it's evolved and grown and developed over time, and and it's I, I still mean every word, you know what I mean? It's just authentic. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, cause just as a writer, you know, the older you get, the more you realize you, that you're writing about people you love you know and right. you're when you're really really young you want to change the world and <laughs> right i might start a movement with right. this you know whatever just change me i might just change me and write some cool stuff for my kids and wife you know and right that's for a beautiful sure. song and Thanks, then again so. wayne's gonna uh premiere our song which yeah. i you know i wrote the, the basic lyrics for then you fit them to music and you know and, right. and came up with the song and I, I snagged bits from one of your poetry books that i could tell some bits and pieces were about syria and so i just kind of tucked them into the song here and there oh that's cool and then oh, wow that, yeah that spot that's in spanish is something that you said that your dad was saying about her yes but i just put it in spanish you know and, oh it's and cool so so yeah. we're gonna premiere that coming up before the uh we'll end the hour with that yeah and when we get back i want to talk about this revival that's going on which God, we we have. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here, but we we there's so much negative stuff that we right. talk about and hear about when it comes to young people in the country right now. To know that this is predominantly a movement of the young, I, it gives me hope. It yeah, really does. In, in in very dark times, we'll take a little break. Pastor Wayne Hanson hanging out with us from Colorado. Uh, he's in for uh, doing some gigs at South by Southwest, and uh, we'll have some more conversation music coming up on News Talk 550 KTSa. Anywhere, Anywhere, anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, hanging out with my good brother, Wayne Hanson. Pastor Wayne Hanson, who has baptized me. Baptized me in a swimming pool at the YM or not? The, was it the YMCA or was it the community pool or something like that? 
We got to turn his mic on too. I can't hear. Oh, Castle Rock uh, Rec Center. Castle Rock <laughs> Rec Center. I was baptized for the second time in my life by this man, but uh, uh, you know, even since I moved, we always kind of touch base with each other over right. the years. Um, something very fascinating is going on, and uh, uh, simultaneously, we we have this very small movie called the Jesus Revolution, Crazy. Lionsgate, and we're finding out today. It's actually being reported today. This is the largest profit-making film by Lionsgate, I think, ever, or at least since The Passion. Because right. Passion, I think, was... Uh, was uh, Yeah. The, the, or, no, that was Icon. That was Mel Gibson's company. The last but, uh, numbers I heard was it cost them $7 million to $7 make. million bucks to make, which yep. is a very small movie mm-hmm. by today's standards. Right. And it's earned, I think, James, what do we see, like $80 million at this point? $40 million? Yeah. Uh, very small movie, no special effects, no Avengers, you know, right. <laughs> there's no, nothing of that nature. Yeah, and they keep adding more theaters. They are adding more. It was originally a very limited run because they didn't think it would do much, probably go right to on demand, and yet it has been r- doing very well. Right. <laughs> and you and I were talking off air that it's happening, and this was not planned, and you're, Laurie, Greg Laurie will talk about this, that... They've been trying to get this movie out for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Uh, and and they were going to put it out a few years ago. Then COVID came into play. And they had to shut down production again. And so the fact that this movie is coming out simultaneously why you have these uh, spontaneous revivals that are yeah. popping up on our college campuses. I love it. None of that was planned. <laughs> right. Well... It depends on who right. you think was right. planning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if God was, you know. Yeah. But this the this mov- movement is coming on the heels of the release of this film. And first off, I think people are just hungry for something hopeful. They're hungry for God. They're hungry for spirituality. They're yeah. hungry for prayer. They're hungry for hope. For sure. And uh, and we're seeing it happen. You also in your church are. You have your own revival. You're 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 part of this whole movement. Uh, so give me yeah. your thoughts on we're, this. We're definitely. You know. I. I think people are sick of top of the water um, self-help coming from the pulpit. Yeah. I think what they want, really want is the Bible. Mm. They really want what does the Bible say. And for me as a person who believe is a, I, I guess I'd classify myself as someone who is evangelical. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. believe that the Bible is the word of God. Jesus is the son of God. You need to be born again. Um, that the that we have to keep Jesus the, the center of it all. Mm. That the, the, the main focus, not doctrines, not uh, controversial issues, not, not church politics, but just the person of Jesus. Right. And that's where the Jesus revolution is so powerful because really, you know, Jesus is the, was the center of that whole kind of Jesus freak, Jesus revolution, hippie movement where a lot of them were becoming Christians and going into local churches or starting churches like the vineyard movement or Calvary chapel. Mm-hmm. You know, it my grew up, my dad was an inner city preacher in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, wow. And, uh, right, you know, right. and I remember the hippies coming into my dad's church in Detroit. And of course Detroit is 80% African American. So right. everyone's coming in looking like Jimi Hendrix and, <laughs> you know, you got the Afro puffs and, Rock on, and they look like, you know, the Jackson five stoned, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, but they're Jesus, freaks. but they're Jesus yeah, freaks. Right. And they all carry in their Bibles, and they all want to sit sit around after church and do, you know sit in prayer circles and come over to the parsonage and have a meal and just very kind of New Testament church you know where just people wanted to be with one another and be Christians every day, not right. just come show up to church for an hour once a, one day a week, but they wanted to 
be with each other living the Jesus lifestyle every day of the week. Well, what was surprising to me after finishing the book, is I, I went into it not knowing a whole lot, you know, maybe the surface level, oh, yeah, there was this Jesus movement back in the early 70s or mid-70s that kind of took hold. Right. But I didn't really know much about it uh, until I read the book uh, yeah. by Greg Lowry, and I can't remember the co-author there, but... Mm -hmm. um, what I was surprised by is it it was I expected a new agey <laughs> reinterpretation, <laughs> kind of like a hippie uh, right. take on the whole on on, the, on scripture and on the gospel. We've seen this before, right? Right, where where new churches kind of pop up and they yeah. they interpret scripture kind of in a very modern way. Right. And this it wasn't that. I was surprised by how Bible based the whole movement really really was. Right. Sure. I ordered. Uh, I actually went online, and I I, I, I don't know if you remember the, uh, the the old Bibles from the seventies. It was a New Testament called the Way. Yeah, yeah. I think you probably saw the I picture. I got a couple of copies of that. And yeah. I remember the cover when I was a little kid, seeing that everywhere. Yeah, that was huge. And so I found an original copy on on Amazon, and and I get it. And yeah, the first twenty pages are introductions, and there's a lot of hippie rhetoric. But then you get to it, and it's just the basic scriptures. Yep. Yeah. There's no reinterpretation. There's no modernization. I found that fact that people really are hungry, and I think the new mm -hmm. movement is the same. Yeah, they're hungry for the Word of God. Uh, keeping it simple. Got to keep it simple. Yeah. Yep. And not complicate it. Not add your own opinion to put your own spin on it. And it's not political. People are so sick of politics. Yes, Poli I am. Right? I do it for a living. Right. And politics is not the answer. You know. Right. And, and I, I was talking about this to my church a couple weeks ago, and I said, you know. When people get over, when Christians get overly political, to me it shows that they have a powerless view of God. Mm. It shows it because if God's all powerful, He can take care of America. Yeah, He can He can take care of our problems if we'll trust in Him, if we'll turn to Him. But if if God's not powerful, then I have to take the power into my hands. Mm. I got to go seize the power. I got to fight the power. I got to take up for my rights. I got to you know vote the right people in office. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just an endless pursuit. And and you'll drive yourself nuts. Well, and you'll be endlessly disappointed. Right. <laughs> right. Know, exactly. Because it's, it's the purview of men. And it's on our money, people, right? right? Yeah. In God we trust. Right. And so learning trust is earned, right? Mm. And but I think in my experience, God has earned my trust. You know? Well, yeah, and I you're right. And I, you know, I think of the worst times of my life. There's one entity, shall you say, who I always knew was there, and that was God. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, again, that the movement is embracing the godliness of, of Christianity and the scripture of Christianity and, uh, and people are hungry for it. They're being fed. They're being nourished, Yeah, you know, in, in a world where every other element is pretty much against you. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Where, whether it's culture or politics or, or, or the lack of an attention span, social media, <laughs> the messaging. Yeah. And you, you, you know, I, I took one for the team and watched the Oscars on Sunday. <laughs> you know, I, right? I may need therapy. I think I was one of nine guys who actually watched it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, the Christianity is obviously in the crosshairs of, oh, yeah. of, of the people who create our culture. Always has been. Pretty much. Since, well, yeah, right. Since the early days, right, the very beginnings of the church. Right. Where do you see it going? What do you some because the, the the question now with people is, well, it's not going to last or it's a blip. But uh, you look at the the seeds that were planted during the original Jesus Revolution; they're right. still with us today. Oh yeah. So no, where I, do you think this goes? I think where it goes is where kind of where where it's always gone. You have true you have true believers, and you have the ones that are there for the wrong reasons. Right. And 
So God, God knows how to take care of his church. I agree. We're going we're gonna to take a break, so we have plenty of time for the song. Oh, great. Uh, when we get back, we're, Wayne is going to play, uh, do a song that we wrote together about my for my wife, Syria. It's coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. All right, we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. My buddy uh, Wayne Hansen is here. We co-wrote a song for my wife, Syria. And Wayne, you're going to do it for us right now. This is called Syria's Song. I was blind for a time in my spirit and my mind Had no place to call my home till I found the Alamo Oh, and there she was, just like lightning from above Like a lighthouse on the shore There was Syria, there was Syria Sweet, sweet Syria Syria, my girl Syria It took a while to make her smile I was crazy, I was wild Full of me and full of lies She laughed and rolled her lovely eyes Oh, and there she was Love's cure to my twisted heart Every curse became a blessing There was Syria there was Syria, sweet, sweet Syria, Syria, my girl Syria, oh Syria, sweet, sweet Syria, Syria, my girl Syria, a dear de morir mi viejo dijo. Gente guapa, hermosa vida Y chico, si nunca me has escuchado antes No lo harás mucho mejor que ella Fabio Syria, Syria, my girl Syria There is Syria there was Syria, Havia Syria, Syria, sweet, sweet Syria. It's been a long, long time since I asked to make her mine, and I just can't figure why I deserve her trust. So grateful for her love, I thank God from up above. Every day I look into the eyes of Syria There is Syria Sweet, sweet Syria Abia Syria Sweet, sweet Syria Abia Syria
<laughs> yeah. I got over Klimt. <laughs> there you wow. go in San, San Antonio, the Alamo, Sean, and Syria. What, what else can you ask for? It's all in there, man. <laughs> you know, and uh, it, it's interesting because it, when you go into the Spanish, uh, uh, there was a line. Because I, I remember uh, uh, when uh, Syria and I first got together first couple of years my dad was still with us you know uh uh he'd talked around the phone a few times and and we'd gone out there and they got to visit uh and he's and he, his words to me were well you're not going to do much better than her son <laughs> <laughs> you know that was kind of what he said and uh that's kind of where all i get well thank you so much what a gift what an amazing gift for for us that you well you're my song. friend sean and we've been we, this, this is what friends do that's right and we've known each other a while now, <laughs> right? man uh, yeah, we've been through some stuff right? yes we have yeah. and uh you and i were also again talking off camera about, or off mic about well, the country's going through a lot of stuff right now right for sure but i again i, I think god's going to get us through that's right get us through this whole yeah, uh, period I, I think we're in the valley of decision yeah. we got to decide who who we want to be Want to be in the light or want to be in the dark? It really is. I think it really is coming down to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was talking to you about how cult-like the, you know, uh, a certain agenda, shall we say, has become in this country. Right. And uh, you, we really are coming in that forked in the road where you, you have to make up your mind which side you're going to be on. Yeah. Who, whose team you're playing for. That's right. That's right. Uh, and it's no little thing. And I think a lot of people are heading towards the light. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 when you when you live in darkness for so long and you get your butt kicked by life so many times, and yeah. collectively, if we look at ourselves as one dude, right, we're all getting our asses kicked right, right now. You know, yeah, that mo- you, mother- you, you seek light. Right. You know, you move towards it. And yet, you talk about the darkness. Mother Teresa said something that stuck with me for a long time. And I'm not, I'm not Catholic, but I'm evangelical. Right. But she said something that really affected me and i think about it all the time she says she said a candle always shines brightest in the darkest room mm. so right. what it's our job as people of the light not to stay out in the sunny day but to take our light into the darkness and shine it there where it's going to make the greatest difference right and so i think that's you know that's that's what i'm all about i think that's what you're trying to do too mm. and yeah that's so beautiful man and it's, I just love seeing you, Sean. I love seeing you too, Wade. I love you, man. I love you. Uh, we're going to try to do one of your uh, videos for the, uh, what is it? Taxi. The Jesus Taxi. The Jesus Taxi. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to be here in town or, or out and about a couple more days. Yeah. Uh, but we wish you well. And anytime you, you come to Texas, obviously, you're always welcome on this gig. Awesome, man. And we uh, love hearing the new music. And uh, run, do the rundown on how people can get a hold of your music for us Yeah, again. so if you go on Spotify, look up Wayne Hansen and the album that the new Americana Family album is called Sunsets Never Lie. Mm. And then my church, if you're like, oh, I don't have a good church. Well, I got a good church. You can <laughs> you can go to mysummitchurch.com or look for Summit Church Sedalia on Facebook and watch our streaming services. And we teach straight out of the Bible. We always worship the Lord with, with glad and sincere hearts, as loud and as as passionately as we can and just find a good bible believing church people that authentically believe this stuff and you'll 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 be blessed for sure and and the cool thing about technology there's a lot of bad but the cool thing about technology is people can attend your services right? from here yeah if they want online summit exactly. what is it summitchurch.com yep so if you go mysummitchurch.com right and then on social media my my handle is pastor wayne h pastor, pastor wayne, wayne h. h pastor wayne h that's right Dude, you rock. I love you, brother. <laughs> love you too. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more. And uh, beyond that, uh, I'm going to be getting out of here. And 
I know it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Be safe. Okay, please. Uh, and if you're, I, I hate to have to say this, but if you're, if you're out there on the road, uh, you know, make sure you're keeping an extra eyeball out, uh, especially a little later on. Uh, and just be safe out there. But uh, Wayne's going to be, uh, you're going to be at South by. Is there any place where you can, uh, gig you can throw out there or is it? Um, well, a uh, big thing next week is I'm I'm going to a retreat with, for the Christian Motorcycles Association in oh, Arkansas. Excellent. So, oh, in Arkansas. Yeah, oh, great. So that's a ways. So, but yeah, if you're interested in that ministry too, you know, I know there's a lot of probably motorcycle people out there. Oh, you yeah. Know, race fans. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a race fan, you know, so I, you know, there's just, just look for the Jesus taxi. You can kind of see what, what my right. journey's been. I think Talking about this episode, I filmed in Amarillo two days ago. Oh wow! At Cadillac Ranch, you know, where they <laughs> nice. bu- they bury all the Cadillacs. So I did a bunch of like a music and art performance there. Oh really wow, fun. man! So excellent. Yeah. I love you, Wayne, <laughs> Pastor you Wayne too. Hanson. All right, love you too, James, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey. Where spread the love, don't be a jerk. Bye.